to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Charlotte. I'm Ollie. And this is Creeping It in the Family. Episode 2. Officially. We had a 0.5, but this is episode 2. Yeah, I just... Yeah, okay. The, fir- <laughs> the, first, the first Urban Legends episode we're going mini, to be doing. The mini episode. Uh, I'm going to be taking this one, uh, The Reigns. Is that what it's called? The Reigns. The Reigns. Reigns of... A, is that what it's oh. called? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. The Reigns, yeah. Taking... you said The Reigns. I was I like, I fucked the sentence what? up from the start and I just tried to go with it. Um, oh, right. Range. So I have done a bit of research over the week, and I have found uh, a few urban legends that I, I tried to avoid the like the Bloody Marys, like the ones that everyone knows. So hopefully, I've got some that you haven't heard of before, or even if you have, the an urban legend is essentially Chinese whispers. It might be. On. It might be slightly so, different to what I've heard. Uh, you, you, the audience have probably heard different versions of each one. It's an urban legend. It's not really true. Mm. It, it's it's fiction. Suppose I'm not going to ruin your life by shouting. I know that one or giving you an answer. You asked. I answered. You should. I know have for next wrong. time. Right. So first one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right. Hit this is it. called the unwanted hitchhiker. Um, I've got to try and not speak quicker because I normally do when I'm reading. The story. A woman is driving alone at night when she glances in her rearview mirror and sees a vehicle bearing down on her. The car continues to follow her on, a, on her winding route, rattling the driver. The mystery man even flashes his bright lights every so often. Finally, plunging into a gas station for help, the woman goes running out of her car. When confronted by a policeman or pedestrian, the stalker reveals his true motivation. He noticed that a man was lurking in the woman's back seat and kept flashing his lights every time he reared up to try and strangle her. That's the story. Thoughts? I mean, I've heard like three different versions. I've heard an of axe that wheel story. in one of that where every time you lift the axe up, it goes to whack it down. I've heard a knife version of it. And then I heard of one where there was the woman and she was paying for she was paying at the petrol station for uh, a money and as she went in to the petrol station, the the person who was at the cashier just said just act absolutely natural. Don't turn around. Don't look. But somebody just walked. Like somebody just got into the back I've of the car. I've heard that, yeah. And so they ran the police. That's the one I've heard. But that terrifies me. Like that scares me enough to always lock my doors when I'm paying for petrol and stuff. Yeah, that. Uh, that I think because I've heard it so many times, it's lost its uh, its um, fear factor. But I remember hearing that, and it that's a scary thought. When I used to work at Dundee's, we. Uh, one of the workers so the, the boss had like this big blue van and we thought it'd be funny to stash one of the workers in the back of the van and he was driving and the, <laughs> the guy that was stashed in the van like popped up and went and shut the life out of him and I was like yeah could have caused a crash yeah really. you could have essentially I didn't two do people. it I wasn't involved I just knew about it but yeah it, it's the idea of not knowing who's behind you and I've heard a story about there was somebody had left a Moses basket on the way and like kids, like babies are normally put in Moses baskets and like she saw it on the hard shoulder and like she stopped and pulled in and then got out of the car to check it but then didn't think about locking the door. She just like popped out to check it and then that's when somebody got into a car then so it had been like set out deliberately. That's a that's a very meditated plan to think, right, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to have I'm a baby. Gonna, I'm going to raise baby. it nine months, bring it up for a few No, months. it didn't actually have... <laughs> 
I'm going to find support. a woman, impregnate her, watch her give birth, steal the baby, leave, it, the leave, leave, it, leave it down the M180. <laughs> Go to leave. the Winchester, have a pint and wait for all this to blow over. No, it didn't have, like, there, was, there wasn't a baby in it, but it got, like, an, an empty Moses basket, so it looked like there could be a baby in it. Right. And so she pulled over because she didn't know if it was a baby or not. Where did you say it was left? It was on the hard shoulder. Right. So anybody who pulled up on the hard shoulder could have moaned out the basket, yeah. really. He didn't think this surprise. through. But, you know, you hear different things. and if it, uh, That is quite scary. And if you're on a hard shoulder and you don't have a car, there's nowhere to hide a car on a motorway, so you've walked a long way to get on a hard shoulder. Yeah, but if this guy fucking knew what he was doing, right? he impregnated a woman nine months before to know this. Fair play to him. You got props to him. At least he went through with a plan. Exactly. Right, do you want to hear <laughs> the origin of this? Yeah. Uh, I don't have origins for every. Oh, and by the way, we're going to be rating these. Uh, I'm going to be. A lot of them I've I've only. Uh, what's it? You literature people called proofreading it, where you just scan yeah, through. So you I, literature people, so, your sort. So I don't the teachers. <laughs> so I I don't know like the in depth them. So a lot of it is going to be uh, news to me. Um, so we'll rate them on believability and scariness. Yeah. Scariness can be high, but you can think that's never going to happen. But it's still creepy. Yeah, I mean. Like that could happen. I I don't. It's not beyond the realms of impossibility, and so I I do think like the like in all its different variations with a Moses basket or in a petrol station or it, it it's very easy for somebody to probably get in the back of your car. See, I'd go believability for that one, a six, and I'm I'm giving it a six because it's believable that someone could sneak into the back of your car, but that this in particular version of the story. Like the chances are, if someone is flashing the rear, the rear lights, unless it's a, a Citroen Picasso, like Mum used to drive, and it's huge. <laughs> like if absolutely, if you're constantly you checking your rearview mirror, thinking, "Why the fuck's that guy flashing me?" You're gonna see someone in the back. Like I know he's laid yeah, down. Yeah, you'll in that, be. But, you'll, you, yeah. But that's me nitpicking. But but we are rating these unbelievability. The, the thing so. is, as well, I'd probably if I was in that situation and a car was flashing its lights at me, I like you know there was. It, it didn't happen in the UK, it wasn't a UK thing, but I heard in America that it was like a gang initiation and if you flash your lights back... Yeah, I then think I saw a warning, like, yeah. it was like a police letter about yeah, it. Like don't one, I think do there that. was one in the UK, was I'm there? sure there was, yeah. And so there was that one, but also, if there was somebody trying to like flash me down, like I would go into panic mode, like I wouldn't... See, I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, I've left my petrol cap open or mm. even watch. I mean, but I, I just think there's something wrong with a car. But at the same time, like, it could be some fucking Jeepers Creepers shit. I know, but I don't think... It said be it was, eating it, it you said it was a lorry, didn't it? Yeah, be eating you will be following you in that fucking car. I, I don't think... Man, it's not, it's not easy... pulling out your tongue. It's not easy to get out of a lorry. Like, a, a killer would have to be a, a lorry driver. Yeah, but there was... And I think a... then you're easily traceable. Yeah, there was a guy that killed, like... Was it, did they not find like 39 people in the back of his lorry a while ago? Yeah, but that one is fault. That was just immigrants, wasn't it? They were, they... No, I thought he was responsible for... He, he, he got no, we want... For... Yeah, I don't think he was held responsible. Like, don't quote us on this. Where no, this I just... definitely think he was. No, I don't think he was. No, he was. He wasn't. Right, we're pausing because I'm going to have a quick, quick Google. Right, so we've just done a bit of fact-checking. <laughs> Very quick fact-checking. Um, Charlotte was partially right. He got charged with manslaughter. It wasn't murder. So I'm guessing he must have been aware that there was immigrants in there. Yeah. He didn't intentionally that, murder them, but no, his, his The conditions his killed them, but he knew. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sorry, we'll say we were out We went well off right. track there. What, 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 was, what was the point? Oh, lorry driver <laughs> is accessible. Anyway, uh, yeah, if I saw someone flash me down... Uh, 
on the road, I just think there's something wrong with the car. I think I've I've done something that's I've left my. See, you have such a practical mind. Like literally, I would be thinking, "Yeah, I'm gonna die." Yeah, but I'm slow-minded. Like, I'm not. I'm. I jump to the gun. I jump yeah, to the fuck. You I'm listen, fucked. You listen to too many horror podcasts. I do. I get nightmares. No such thing as too many, but you listen. Like I'd just think, "Oh, tires flat." Or nah, shit, my Something's pants. happening. Cars on fire. Nah. I don't know. I'd already have police on speed dial. So I can tell you the origin from where this came from. Uh, versions of this story began appearing as early as the 1960s with the victim alternately a teenager driving home from a school play or a woman coming back from a social engagement occasionally the, the tale would be a massive commercial truck that seemed ready to run her over the fake out saviour might be a gas attendant a husband or a cop who roughs up the stalker before his altruistic 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 yeah. what intention. does altruistic mean all? Um, before he's like I'm going to try and work this out Um, like venomous like is like because it's his altruistic intention like is his nasty intention to kill her no altruistic is the opposite it means a good intention you're on about the oh yeah because it's on about the the stalker yeah 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 Yeah. yeah. altruistic means like they did it off their own back just for the pure of good at least half of this tale is grounded in reality over the years, there have been several incidences of lurkers who have stowed away in the rear seat of vehicles, emerging to attack drivers or simply to evade capture by police. In 1964, one criminal made the mistake of hiding in a car owned by a police officer. The detective, <laughs> turned, a and, the detective <laughs> turned and fired on his uninvited passenger. The addition of a good Samaritan who noticed the danger and tails a terrified driver appears to be in pure appears to be pure embellishment. Oh, imagine, you, imagine, like finally like, got just, away, you just you done this. Oh, but oh, is it? I'm guessing it's an off-duty police officer because you yeah, won't, you won't fucking get so. the back you of the car. You won't just get into the back. Imagine of the, the look. You just think, fucking hell. Yeah. Like he would have a gun. Spent so fucking long. But then it's not. as I don't think without getting too political, I don't think it's that rare in America to have a gun. So yeah, it, it maybe wouldn't even have to have been a police officer. But I, don't, I think a lot of people would hesitate to shoot, but police officers wouldn't. I don't think I would hesitate. It's easy to say now. No, but I gen- like in the moment. I think if I thought about it, I'd hesitate. But you, but you, the fear, it, it it'd be the fear that drove me. Mm. We're we're gonna talk. We're gonna tell you a little story, here, guys. We're gonna go off track, off piece. So so when Oliver was your uh, younger, and I was staying in my room, and I heard this knock at the door. It was only about eight o'clock at night, and Oliver popped up with oh, a Jason yeah. Voorhees mask on, like a hockey mask, and without without even thinking. I, I went to punch you and I didn't know you know I yeah. generally thought that moment of panic it was fight or flight and I punched him so hard that I actually dislodged the hockey mask from his face worst trick or treat ever I might add ruined, ruined your life <laughs> but um, you know it, it's that same thing it's the idea that I, I think if I thought about it more I'd hesitate more but actually on first instinct I think I do go into the fight thing I don't know I'm not sure if it's enough to kill someone though I, don't, I wouldn't want to kill them but I feel like I'd, I'd automatically fire, like I feel, but I would. If I that's the, if you have gun in hand, yeah, and I would never. If you're driving with a gun in your hand, you're a bit of a fucking psycho. <laughs> You've got different intentions. I always carry that piece on you. <laughs> right, so yeah, so we, we rated believability six. What about scariness? I'd say eight. I give it a good eight. Yeah, and I do think the scariness comes with the link of the believability. Like it could happen. Yeah, and so make sure that you lock your doors, folks, and you know don't be. Leaving your car well, at the some, petrol some station. Some cars auto lock. You know what I mean? Just don't All right. Out. Some of us have great cars, and some of us have to lock it. And some of like us have deer. Some of us deer stuck in the bumper. As well. <laughs> oh dear. Right. 
number two, I might, I'm gonna, I'd imagine I'm going to butcher quite a few uh, pronunciations in this one because it's of Japanese origin. Okay. Um, I believe it's Kushisak, ku, or Kushisak. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought I said Kuchi. <laughs> is, that what, is that what you think I said? I thought you said no, that what? How would you pronounce that? That's coochie sacker. Coochie sake. Yeah, but it was the way you said you went coochie sack. Well, think before you speak. <laughs> we'll give Charlotte a minute. Right, right I'm not on. saying it again. Do uh, one more time. No, no, actually, just carry on. Yeah, coochie sake. That's what we'll go with. Yeah. The slip mouth woman. Why don't they just that call sounds it that? Better. I'm not fucking that's Japanese. So it was on an English website. Just leave it in English. Right. Slip mouthed woman. Okay. According to legend, it says the name again, but I'm just going to say slip mouthed woman, uh, was a young woman with her mouth slipped from ear to ear. Self explanatory. Mm -hmm. One of the most popular versions says it was during a dental procedure when she was with her mouth open at a dentist. One of the products that the doctor uh, was using smelled so bad that she couldn't stand still, causing the dentist to accidentally slip both sides of her mouth. Uh. Another version of the story says that she was a wife or concubine yeah that's like a unpaid prostitute concubine of a samurai and that when the samurai discovered that she was cheating on him he sliced the corners of her mouth from ear to ear with his katana mm. other versions of this tale include that her mouth was slit by a woman who was jealous of her beauty or that her mouth is filled with numerous sharp teeth causing the mouth to be cut from the inside in any case she lived having her mouth slit open and after her death the woman returned as a vengeful spirit or orino or on onrio in japanese mm -hmm. she covers her mouth with a cloth mask social distancing she um, was ready for this pandemic uh a surgical mask in a dentist version or, did it first <laughs> don't <laughs> or in some iterations a mm -hmm. hand fan or handkerchief okay she used the mask all of her life after the incident she also carries a sharp instrument with her Again, there are different versions such as a knife, a machete, a scythe, or a large pair of scissors, but the most common is a sickle. The legend says that children walking at night might meet a woman with her face covered by a mask, which is quite common in Japan, especially in winter since many Japanese people wear masks. Mm -hmm. Then she will stop the child and ask, Watashi Kiri, which means, am I pretty? If the child answers no, she will kill them with a sickle. But if the if the answer is yes, the woman pulls away the mask, revealing her slitted mouth, and asks, "Cordemo," which means even like this. If the child responds no, or even worse, if the child screams, she will kill them. However, if the answer is yes, she will slice the corners of the child's mouth from ear to ear, resembling her own disfigurement. There is no correct answer, and you can't run away from her because she is super fast, and she will chase you and kill you. Fortunately, there are two ways to survive your encounter with the slip mouth woman <laughs> one of the most popular versions of the legend says that if you reply if you reply to the slip mouth woman saying that her appearance is average she will be confused and you will have enough time to run away Five out of ten. another way is repeating her question back watashi kiri in this version she had that in the version that she was disfigured because of not being able to stand the smell while she was at the dentist there is another way to avoid death by saying the word promad three times since Pramad was a product that the dentist was using. Mm. But my favourite version is the one that says you can run away from her after giving or throwing candies, particularly the kind of candy known as Beko Am in her direction. This is my favourite version because it reminds me of Halloween. At the end, even different cultures have similar stories. I wonder if, like, in Japan, people dress up as her 
for Halloween. I think they would. I think I, I, I quite like that one. If there's any Japanese uh, people that listen or people who've been to Japan, that'd be really interesting to know. Do you actually... Are there people who dress up as her for Halloween or not? That'd be quite interesting. Or if anyone's it'd listening. Be a, it'd be... Yeah, I mean... Anyone? Hello? It'd be interesting to know as well... That was if, so unfunny. We shouldn't have said that. Carry on. <laughs> we're not you know, you know when like, I was just like... <laughs> dying at your own comments like we're not stand up comedians right carry no, on no we'll sit down no stop it Charlotte right anyway Jesus Jesus <laughs> so get coochie on the phone she'll <laughs> sort you out I like this I think this is such I an like in-depth in urban legend but the bit where it gets me it's it's um, so there is no correct answer and you can't run away from her because she's super fast and she will chase you and kill you I feel like put a bit more like just put something behind that's just like, oh, and if you run, she's really fast, so she'll get you. Do you know, there's no, yeah, get a there's little nothing bit, behind yeah, have a bit it. Of like, something else. Um, I like a, it, though. I really enjoyed that one. I thought, I enjoyed reading it. Um, um, there was, uh, back in, I don't I don't even want to know the date, because I'm not quite sure what the date is, because I was unprepared for this urban legend, because you haven't told me what stories we're doing. So, um, there, there was a story of the Black Dahlia, and it was about a girl... And she was found, um, can't remember, she went to, I think it was LA. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'll probably research it afterwards and go, for God's sake. But she was found in America and, like, a body had been completely, like, chopped in half, chopped into bits. Um, she'd been, like, brutalised. And also she'd had her mouth cut yeah. from ear to ear. And that, that had actually happened. So whilst I don't really believe, I, I, you know, I love anything spiritual and I'm I'm happy to give anything a go, but... You know, I don't believe there is a woman that does that. There is a film. There's like a short clip. You know, like the is it, no crypt. Tell us from the crypt TV. Crypt TV. Yeah, they did a short video of it. Did they? Yeah, they remade it, and it was really good, and it was really interesting. But I don't believe it. I'd, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'd, it's a bit far fetched. I'd say believability uh, two. And if it's still going on now, like where are all these Japanese kids with? cut open mouths like yeah, what happens I, to the kid after I didn't, it sounds like some of the parents would make up to stop the kids doing something or going out late at yeah. night if you're walking late at you night go past a certain time it is I'd say scariness it's pretty scary yeah I'd, I'd say seven I think yeah I think it's scarier than the one that but you just told but the fact, the fact that it narrows it down to kids as well it means it yeah. just sounds like a kid's tale but it's good it, it I, there was no origin for it. I couldn't find the origin, which is also what makes me seem like it's just a, a made-up tale. Something to, made up. But it is interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good one. Right, next. Next. So, this one I named myself because I couldn't find the title oh, for it. It's the twig. The branch. Oh, yeah. Do you ever fucking listen? Coochie's the twig. Like the branch. Think I'm not, think I'm, think that's where like my a, imagination goes, the twig. Sounds like a really shit a 60s band. Give me a bit of fucking credit, Coochie will Coochie's sucking the twig. <laughs> Anyway, no more coochie sack. I'm sorry. The branch. <laughs> a teenager is driving his girlfriend home from a date. The boy had been playing around earlier about the car running out of gas as a means to make out with her. Well, it doesn't work and she's mad. He starts up the car to take her home, apologising all the way. When, lo and behold, they actually do run out of gas. He pulls the car over by some trees. It's very late and the area is secluded and wooded. The boy tells his girlfriend that he saw a gas station a couple of miles back and since going ahead will take even longer, he tells her to stay in the car with the windows rolled up and locked and he'll get back as fast as he can. No sense in both of them going, right? Well, the girl waits in the car. It's been about 20 minutes when she hears a faint scratching noise. It starts to bother her, but she blows it off as a tree branch is hitting the car. It had been windy that day. She decides to turn on the radio and listen to some music so it won't freak her out. 
Well, now it's been almost two hours and she's starting to get worried. That's a long time to get worried if it's only a couple of miles on and the And you're road. only in a car. Anyway, she's starting to get worried. Her boyfriend... After two hours, she thinks something's not right. Her boyfriend was a jock and could have easily made it there and back in under an hour. A half hour later, she's very worried and decides to turn off the radio and look around. He had told her not to get out under any circumstances, so she tries to peer out the window. She sees nothing. To her annoyment, the scratching sound is still there. She decides that she'll just get out of the car long enough to break off that damn branch. She gets out and notices that the gas can on the ground near the door. She immediately turns around and sees a boyfriend hanging upside down from the tree, throat slit and his fingernails dragging across the top of the car, making a scratching sound. Of course, had she been listening to talk radio instead of music, she would have known that a maniac had escaped from the closest mental asylum near the woods where they were parked. Ooh, that's a clever one. I see, have heard of that one. Now see, that, that to me sounds like your generic, uh, like the hook, like the one where it's Lover's Lane and stuff. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's the fingernails on the car that gets me with that one. It's quite yeah. a clever way. I think Ooh. that's quite a clever way. The idea that it was, yeah, clinging on. It's a clever little change up, I think. That is. I was expecting, like, I, as soon as I heard, like, the two lovers making out and stuff, I was like, all right, okay, I know where this is going. Um, but, yeah, usually it was, like, the hook scraping across the car, wasn't yeah. it? But I did like the twist on it. That was really cool. But it is. It's like a, it's a, it's a story you tell your teenage camp, friends yeah, at a sleepover. Story, that. Yeah, I'm not really scared by that. I'm sorry, but you're not going to sit no, there. No, and... you don't hear anything about that, like the the fingernails is a bit eerie. But other than that, you don't hear any gory. And I'm not details. being funny, but what is this killer? You know, it took Stu and Billy all about two minutes to hang Casey up a tree, and this this killer's taken two yeah, hours. He's working solo. Taking the piss a bit though. But yeah, it doesn't scare me. It's um, it's a good story. But... Scariness four, believability three. And remember, these are ranked low because they are essentially stories. Yeah, like urban they, legends. They just are yeah. urban legends, yeah. Yeah, it's folklore. All right, ready for the next one? Yeah. The elevator game. Oh, I love this one. You will need, this is like an instruction manual as opposed to a story. Yes, yes, yes. go, go, go. You will need at least one person, but can be played with more, a public building with at least 10 floors and an elevator. Starting the game. To start the game, the players need to enter the elevator. You press a fourth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. That little bit I've read there is going to apply um, to all the stages until you hear different. Yeah. So press the second floor and then off all that same thing, any of that happens again, okay. start again. Press the sixth floor. Press the second floor, press the tenth floor, then step six, press the fifth floor. Do not proceed if someone enters the elevator or one of the players leave the elevator. If someone does that, start from the beginning. If a woman enters the elevator at the fifth floor, do not look at her, do not speak, and do not talk to her. That woman is not human. If you do, she will decide to keep you for her own. Ooh, I didn't like that. Ooh, my toes just cringed. Then step eight, press the first floor. Same rules apply. The elevator will either then then uh, the elevator will either ascend or descend. If the elevator reaches the first floor, leave and do not look back. If the elevator reaches the tenth floor, leave and do not respond to the woman if she asks where are you going or what's wrong. Her voice will be high when she asks that. Do not proceed if someone else, oh that's the same again. You are now in the other world. If you're alone, you are in the other world. Electronics will not work in the other world. The other world is identical to our world, but the two differences where you will see are all the lights will be off and the only thing you'll be able to see from the windows is a red cross from the distance. 
uh, returning to our world. To back to our world, you must go to the same elevator and press the same buttons, only if you left on the 10th floor. 426215. When you reach the 5th floor, press the button for the 1st floor. The elevator will again begin to ascend to the 10th floor. Press any other floor's button to cancel the ascension. You must press the button you use to cancel the ascension before you reach the 10th floor. After you reach the first floor, check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems off, even the smallest detail, do not exit the elevator. If you detect something wrong, repeat step two until your surroundings look as they should. Once you are confident you have returned to your own world, you may safely exit the elevator. Um, and something to add on to this, and I'm sure you'd have seen it, there was, and this, this like, someone, I think I found this on Reddit, and someone linked the two together. It's a Japanese girl. It's, yeah, it's, it's an, it's, I don't know if it's Japanese, it's a, definitely Asian. And there's, there's CCTV footage of her being in an elevator and being panicked and, and she looks scarce. Yeah, and scarce, she pushes scarce. the button. She, and then she gets out and then she's found in a water tower dead. And that's actually... Oh, the Cecil Hotel. That's in America. Yeah, she's and a that, tourist. And that actually happened. Like, mm. she was found dead in the water, water tower, wasn't she, of the yeah. hotel? Yeah. So just putting them to... Obviously, it's probably a coincidence, but that, that's got a bit of back into it of something that actually happened. Yeah, she happened. kept, like, looking around the elevator. Yeah, she, so it looked like she was wigging out about something. I just I really like that one. I like it, but the like even you reading it, like my mind was on the last number before I got to the first, so I'd have been fucked if I'd have gone yeah, into that world. I'd have been to, like, nah. Yeah, and if electronics don't work, and the fact got... that you have to remember it as well, so like, yeah, it, it like if this doesn't work, you need to repeat step two, and I'd be like, what's step two again? You'd have to do your revision on it, wouldn't you? Cause yeah, you'd want, have to know what you were doing. Once you're in there, you're fucked. Can you imagine though? I like the, I I was trying to put myself in this position when I was reading it. Imagine so, like, say me and you were I don't know fucking just in a. This city is some somewhere. sort of shit we'd do when we were younger. And we were just like, oh, just as a laugh, should we do it? And then we're <laughs> just like, for giggles. Well, yeah, we'll do it. And then we're there fucking about, and then like it gets to the fifth floor, and this woman just walks in, and you can't look at her. Do you no. Imagine the shit. I would fill my pants. That's like I would I'd... literally, I'd cry. I'd start crying. The thing is, because nothing like that happens, I'd love to know. Like, we can say what we'd feel like, but imagine how you'd actually feel. I'd be so scared. But you're, you're already you, you fucking balls deep in the elevator now. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't, you can't, balls deep you can't just in be like, elevator. nah, fuck that. Then you think, shit, what was the rules that we have to follow? Because yeah. if we don't follow them, we're dead. I, and can you imagine if she was like, where are you going? I'd be like, fucking nowhere. I would say her to her because she'd fucking kill me. Oh my God, can you. There's nothing worse than feeling somebody behind you because you want to look back. So I'd just be sitting yeah, there. And the problem is as well, would you, because a lot of like lifts and elevators have the corner mirror. Mm. Like, w- could you not make eye contact through that either? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know it's not obviously going to be specified, but know, it's the idea that there's question. so... And a lot of elevators and lifts have like metal doors that you can see reflections in. So would it be... I, I don't know. I have questions. But it is Could scary. you imagine like looking in the reflection of the door and it being like a grave encounter so you know the nurses like one like that fucking oh dark so that oliver i do have to sleep after this and no more elevators for us no stairs stairs for life i think in that situation i'd look at her and get it over with because there's no way i'm fucking remembering them steps no i you would i mean we talk about like electrics don't work like we well, wouldn't they, they have to ele- use it we able to use a pen and paper we could write it down but the problem is in the state of panic if you are in a state of panic I won't remember what step I was on. I know that for a fact. But they said that electricals don't work when you get to the 10th floor. So technically... Yeah, but you've still got to get back. 
at least you can get past that woman. I just got the other dimension that might not be that bad. Do you know what I mean? Where, where, steps out the elevator with you. We're judging, we're judging at the minute. Maybe at the it's same just, point oh, it's of a get, bit red, so what? At the same point of getting to the 10th floor as well, though, imagine if somebody fucking stepped in the elevator on like the second to last step and you had to do it all again. But if the woman's already in there, I think, you fucking legend, thank God. Like, you've reset it, I can go. Yeah. Or do you think once you've started it, you're in, you're trapped until you do it? Nah, now we're, nah. Now we're talking quantum physics and shit. <laughs> like a continuous There's going to be me and Oliver outside View Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Outside view cinema in a lift later, like right, let's let's just Gotta do it. Got to be ten floors on it. Got to be ten. There's nowhere in oh, school. No. All them flats. Yeah. No, they didn't have fucking lift. Jesus Christ. They didn't even. Grandma's have... flats. Doctors half of them didn't have stairs. <laughs> no, I, think top, I think the top half was just in in inhabited. Yeah. Not that it's accessible to the public, like maybe like a bank or something. HSBC, that's that. a tall building, isn't it? No. Am I chatting absolute waffle? You are chatting absolutely. No, that's not big either. It's not ten floors. No, it's not ten floors, whatever. Ten floors. So you're more likely you're probably better off looking in a hotel than you're looking at anything else. Yeah, I agree. Okay, what did you think was I've got one more left. You've got one more? The rake. Right. In two thousand and three, a bizarre human like creature was spotted sulking around parks in rural New York. The terrifying figure haunts those who witnessed it. Its hollow black eyes piercing into their souls. Some have woken up to find it crouching by their beds, just staring at them without saying a word, while others, being plagued by the creature, causes a more sinister effect. Three years ago, I had just returned from a trip from Niagara Falls with my family for the 4th of July. We were all very exhausted after a long day of driving, so my husband and I put the kids right to bed and called it a night. At about 4am, I woke up thinking my husband had gotten to use a restroom. I used a moment to steal back the sheets and only to wake only to wake him in the process. I apologised and told him I thought he got out of bed. When he turned to face me, he gasped and pulled his feet up from the end of the bed so quickly, his knee almost knocked me out of the bed. He then grabbed me and said nothing. After adjusting to the dark for half a second, I was able to see what caused the strange re- reaction. At the foot of my bed, sitting and facing away from us, there was what appeared to be a naked man or a large hairless dog of some sort. Its body position was disturbing and unnatural, as if it had been hit by a car or something. For some reason, I was not instantly frightened, but more concerned about its condition. At this, yeah, at this point, I was somewhat under the assumption that we were supposed to help him. My husband was peering over his arm and knee, tucked into the fetal position. Occasionally glancing at me before returning to the creature. What a fanny this guy is! Like, just, I know his wife's, like, his wife's yeah, ready to get the first aid kit out, and he's just shitting his pants. In a flurry of motion, the creature scrambled around the side of the bed and then crawled quickly in a flailing sort of motion, right along the bed until it was less than a foot away from my husband's no. face. The no. creature was completely silent for about thirty seconds, or probably closer to five. It just seemed like a while, just looking at my husband. The creature then placed its hand on his knee and ran into the hallway, leading to the kids' rooms. I screamed and ran for the light switch, planning to stop him before he hurt my children. When I got to the hallway, the light from the bedroom was enough to see it crouching and hunched over about 20 feet away. He turned around and looked directly at me, covered in blood. I flipped the switch on the wall and saw my daughter, Clara. The creature ran down the stairs while my husband and I rushed to help our daughter. She was very badly injured and spoke only once more in her short life. She said, he is the rake. Taken out of context. I think there's been a rape up there. <laughs> um, oh hus- God! <laughs> office reference. The office for the for the for the. Don't care. Three, don't the know. Two, don't for care. The, for the two or three no, listeners. You will listen. You will listen. <laughs> I think there's been a rape up there. 
My husband drove his car into a lake that night while... Oh, fucking hell, I read that in quite a happy tone. I read that... <laughs> My husband? I didn't read that through. He drove, he drove his car into a lake. Into right. a lake, dude. Did you hear that? Oh, fuck, I've just lost my place. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Rake, rake, rake. Husband dead. Three years ago... Uh, nope. <laughs> in a flurry of... Nope. Where the fuck is it? There it is. My husband drove his car into a lake that night while rushing our daughter to the hospital. They did not survive. What a shit night. They did, <laughs> being, a solid two out of ten. Being a small town, news got around pretty quickly. The police were helpful at first, and the local newspaper took a lot of interest as well. However, the story was never published, and the local television news never followed up either. What a coincidence. For several months, my son Justin and I stayed in a hotel near my parents' house. After we decided to return home, I began looking for answers myself. I eventually located a man in the next town over who had a similar story. We got in contact and began talking about our experiences. He knew of two other people in New York who had seen the creature we now refer to as the rake. It took the four of us about two solid years of hunting on the internet and writing letters to come up with a small collection of what we believed to be accounts of the rake. None of them gave any details, history or follow-up. One journal had an entry involving the creature in its first three pages and never mentioned it again. A ship's log explained nothing of the encounter, saying only that they were told to leave by the rake. That was the last entry in the log. There were, however, many instances where the creature's visit was one of a series of visits with the same person. Multiple people also mentioned being spoken to, my daughter included. This led us to wonder if the rake had visited any of us before our last encounter. I set up a digital, digital recorder near my bed and left it running all night, every night for two weeks. I would tediously scan through the sounds of me rolling around in my bed each day when I woke up. By the end of the second week, I was quite used to the occasional sound of sleep while blurring through the recording at eight times the normal speed. This took almost an hour every day. On the first day of the third week, I thought I heard something different. When I, when, what I found was a shrill voice. It was a rake. I can't listen, listen to it long enough enough to be even begin to transcribe it. I haven't let anyone listen to it yet. All I know is that I've heard it before and I now believe that it spoke when it was sitting in front of my husband. I don't remember hearing anything at the time, but for some reason, the voice in the recorder immediately brings me back to that moment. The thoughts that must have gone through my daughter's head make me very upset. I have not seen the rake since. He ruined my life, but I know that he has been in my room while I slept. I know and fear that one night I'll wake up to see him staring at me. I like that. More of a creepypasta, I think. Yeah. All I keep thinking, all the way through it, all I heard was, rake, rake. Right. Like, that is all that was played in my head like throughout the whole thing but I did hear I, I like it have you heard that one before no have you not promise you that I've never, um, I've never heard that one for the audience I'm going to show you the picture because it, it came with a picture um, this is a creature okay right I don't I that, don't I don't know if I want to look that's, that's yeah, the rake yeah it's not about that life that looks like a that's like a grave encounter sort of yeah, shit that's what I mean but imagine me like the foot of your bed waking up to that and being like oh you're right mate yeah. you'd be like minute, what the fuck are you I'll get the bandages you? out what the fuck are you so yeah, I uh, that was one of the better ones, I think. Um, yeah, I like. I, I, I think like, I like that one the most. Can you stop? Can you take it off, please? Oh, sorry. Because it's creeping me out. Um, I like it because there's no climax. It's not like oh, and then everyone died, and yeah. I saw it again. It was like it came, it fucked my family, and then left essentially. I just like the fact she's like, "Thanks, Rake. You ruined my life. <laughs> ruined my holiday." <laughs> yeah. I don't. One thing I don't get there. I don't know if you mentioned it, but I was. I had. I did have a Rake song in my head, and was it? The the daughter, like, what did it do to her? Killed her. But how did it kill her? Did it mention her? I'm, I'm guessing it just obliterated her. Just absolutely For lack of a better phrase. 
and then also she said about like your um like when she'd been writing accounts she'd been getting accounts off people like some of them included a daughter like she, the daughter encountered the rape before and that was just I'm not sure to be honest with you I'm focusing so hard on reading and not messing up that I don't really listen to the story I don't think so I think I think the accounts are just because she spoke about the story so other people who have been gathering stories have put them in the book yeah okay I get you it sort Maybe. of reminds me of like it's like this phenomenon and it was on it's a documentary on Amazon Prime I don't know if it's still on there but it's called The Hat Man and it's a documentary about um the idea of sleep paralysis and this one woman kept waking up at night and seeing a man in a black fedora hat and like it, it was just like covered in black it was just a complete shadow and it never did anything like it but it was always there and she started researching it and actually thousands of people are having a waking up and seeing the same man so it's the idea of whether the hat man really exists or not or and that you know what that's probably one of the scariest things like um when like me, Tanya, Sam and Evie, my uh, Swifty Getting group is, we do a horror, we watch a horror like every few weeks, especially when in lockdown, we were doing it every week, it's just keep our spirits up and, you know, stay in contact with Boots. one another, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we watched that one and I think like out of everything I've watched, including Grave Encounters 2 we watched as well, um, I think The Hat Man scared me more than anything else. See, the, the podcast I listen to the most, uh, Jack Makes Happy Hour, there's a story on that that gets told, and it was this guy who moved. He was he had his girlfriend. He, he's been with his girl X amount of years, and they're, they're, they're sleeping one night in bed. And he wakes up in the morning, and his girlfriend's crying her eyes out, like shivering, scared. And he says, "What's up? What's up?" And she's like, "Last night I saw something that stood over you, like this really slender figure, like not a slender man, but like really tall, skinny." Yeah. Like, no emotion in the face. Like, you couldn't make out what his face was. And he was just leant right over him in a position where normally your body weight would tip before, but he was just stood staring. And the, the guy instantly shit himself and started really panicking. And the girl was like, um, like, why are you getting so upset? Like, it must have been me dreaming. And he, he said, I need, to, I need to ring my ex. Um, and she was like, why, why? And he said, I'll explain. And he rang her and was like, like, describe that creature that you saw to me that night you stayed at mine. Oh. And she described the exact same as the new girlfriend, and then the put there was like, the, like we we must have um, it must be like a shadow cast in a specific way. Yeah. Um, and he figured out that the day it happened with his ex, um, it it rearranged his room the day before. I got a new TV and wardrobe and rearranged his room. And the day of his current girlfriend, he rearranged his room again the night before. So it's like every time he rearranged his room, that creature would appear. So it's sort of like it's unsettled by yeah, the Yeah, and I just, that, that... Oh, that and, sent and, a shiver down that one, spine. That one that creeped past, that was something, I think that was one of Jack's friends who swore, was, and he's not, he's sceptic, he's, not, he's yeah. not with the paranormal, he was like, but that, that I didn't see it, but these two girls who had never spoke, never met, yeah, described the exact same thing. And I was just like, whoa, that's a bit... I do, but, like, you know, that, I, that is what freaks me out, like, in the dark, especially when I wake... I never normally see anything. Um, like, I don't see, like, a presence. I don't see a shadow or anything like that. What I do see, if I sort of wake up in, like, a half days, I'll see, like, a spider scurrying across the bed. See, and it's I'd, not there, and that, I panic, and I leap up. It has been there before. I remember, I've, you know, when, like, you feel something just tickling the, like, your leg, 
Um, that happened to me once, and you always think, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing. Like, yeah. And I looked, and there was just a fucking spider crawling. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, not because Owen... Did you just a, look at it and not, go, Not because Owen knew it was a spider, but I didn't kill it. I wafted it to him. I was in my room. I don't know where it fucking <laughs> it's is. It's back for revenge. I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and I do think, you know, sometimes it can be the trick of the eye, but, like, there's that... You, there's that, And I'm pretty sure it's also a random made-up fact, but it's, like, if you wake up in the night and you just get like a really odd sense of feeling it's because mm. somebody's been watching you i used to not be able to listen to music at night like pitch black in my room because i can't hear anything else and i feel I feel like one of my senses has been taken away and i can't hear if someone's walking about or yeah well, yeah i listen I say, to podcasts say, to help me sleep but it's not really doing the job right now but i have my earphones in like it takes a sense away yeah i get that no but, i get yeah that. that was the final one they were good i think i, I think I think the rake's the scariest one. The elevator one unsettles me, but I know that it had never happened to me because I won't ever do it. And it's far fetched. But the the rake, like that's something that's chosen. Like that scares me. Even though it's probably just a creepy pasta, like it is quite a scary thought that you can't. You're not in control of it. We should do a creepy pasta episode. We should. I love a creepy pasta. Do it's one, so one good. or two each, and then figure out who's who find the best one. So we do mini episodes like this every other Thursday. So next week it's just going to be the review of Halloween. Uh, we've also got something really amazing to introduce and we're going to be doing, we're not going to be deciding our films anymore as such, but our stepmom Yara has big really, up. big up Yara, she's amazing. Um, she's bought us these 13 days of Halloween uh, pop Funko collection figures and you open a door each day and then you get like a little pop mini pop funko villain and so what we're going to do is we're going to open pick a door um we'll take it in turns each week to pick a door open it up and then the villain from that the, the villain that we get in that door is the villain that the we'll do reveal. the film we'll and do a little heads up week. i've never watched it so that'll be a new yeah and pennywise is in there somewhere and not good considering i have chorophobia but it's all right i'll i'll deal with it pennywise not actually scare me it's weird. He's a shapeshifter, isn't he? He's not yeah, he's not a clown. He's a shapeshifter. And so it doesn't really scare me as much. But if we were doing, like, the Terrifier... Uh, no. Mm. Grim. No. Grim. What have you taken away from it? I mean, I've taken Coochie Sack and... Yeah, I need to get... Rake, Jap- rake, rake, I, need to get, rake. I need to get Japanese lessons, apparently. Yeah, I mean... You, we do apologise for any absolute annihilation we've done of Japanese words. We are quick, very sorry. Quickly, before we go... Coochie sack. I'm gonna get it on Google. Do it on Google Translate. Translate. If it says coochie sack, prepare for me to. If it says coochie sack, we're recording a full fucking episode again because I was right. (laughs) And there's no need to laugh at me. No, it was just funny. I thought you said coochie sack. So will I need to? How will I do this? Right. So we're now going to listen to the pronunciation, which I got maybe wrong, maybe right. Yeah, I was fucking miles. (laughs) You were so off. No, coochie sacky. That's what I said. No, you started off with coochie sack. Yeah, <laughs> that made me laugh. Can we stop so it? Missed... Because if you say the word three times, it might appear. Oh shit! So I say it for a fourth time to get rid of it. Yeah, or? but I don't want to hear it just in case. Imagine if you just crawled through the window. The thing is, you have to lay there and you've got a mirror. Oliver, so you, don't. You Oliver, no. You know I don't like it with mirrors. Stop it. Right. I hope you've enjoyed. I've not. See you. This was painful. Monday for the Halloween review. We will. Bye. Bye.